Hi everyone, it's Josh from Dungeon Boys, welcoming you back for another episode of Adventure as we play through The Wild Beyond the Witchlight. In our last episode, our party had a conversation with a man who lost his voice, met the mermaid he might marry, and Eric captured the kinku who was causing chaos. What secrets will we uncover, and what adventure will we find? Join us as we explore more of The Wild Beyond the Witchlight. one thing and that these other things do. Yeah, as you like look over her and like evaluate what she's saying, like she doesn't have like a bag full of things. Um, you know, she just is, she she, she seems to be being honest with you as, as far as you can tell. We're walking. We're walking. Mm-hmm. We're walking. Pull I'll follow. As you begin to walk, she says, okay, you, none of you look like you work here at the carnival. None of you look like any of the people who work here, so let me just tell you a few things before you kill me or whatever for this stupid mind. Book floats down right in front of her, writing everything down. Okay. We're not murderers. I just want to know why are you doing what you do? I'll tell you. Well, I'll tell you a piece of it. First of all, I'm a warlock. Don't be alarmed. I know that's pretty cool. I point it. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> cool. Oh, you? Also? Yeah. Yeah, uh, there's warlocks warlock? everywhere. There's, there's plenty of warlocks yeah. in the world. Everywhere. Oh, Come on. Yeah, everywhere. I'm sure there's a Probably few more here at the carnival. Oh, well, who's... She, like, cranes her neck back. <laughs> who's your, uh, who's your patron? So, like, I can, like, let's see. If it's within, yeah, if it's within 100 feet, I can, like, Telepathically send messages to my raven, mm-hmm. so I just tell her to come back and like just sits on my shoulder mm-hmm. again. The uh, Raven Queen. The Raven Queen. Yeah, Raven Queen. Let me tell you a little story about my patron. This is shiny rock. I, <laughs> <laughs> I put googly eyes on it. My patron's name is Zibilna, and she rules a Feywild domain called Prismia. Right. Right. I made a pact with her for my warlock powers, but recently, I don't know if you've ever experienced writer's block, call it warlock's block, or whatever you want to call it, but I've not been in contact with my patron for some time. That doesn't feel very good. You ever experienced that? Can't say as I have. What do you, what do you mean, writer's block? What do you mean you can't get in touch with as, as a warlock, right? Our power comes from our patron, right? We make a deal, so to speak. Part of my deal is I could never enter Prismere, right? But in exchange, I get power, and I can do my thing, right? Well, my thing is hard to do now, and I normally I have. I, I mean, I'm not having tea every weekend with Sibylna, but so what? So cut you I off? Like I, I mean, have, what happened? One of my patron would never cut me off. That brings me to why I'm here stealing things. As you know, this is a f- this carnival is from the Feywild. Right. 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 It's a Fey. It's right. a whole Fey thing. It's a whole Fey thing. So I thought I'd come here, talk to the carnival's owners, try to figure out what's going on. Maybe they know something about the Feywild. Well, I overhear some conversations going on. Um. 
<clears throat> and she begins to, or she, I, over, I overheard a conversation going on at their wagon. I'm a warlock. I'm sneaky by nature. I don't want to just walk up and talk to, you know. Imagine these guys have something to do with the disappearance of my patron. I'm not going to just walk up the front door and knock and ask him about it. I'm going to sneak around. I'm going to try to listen through the windows a little bit. So I heard the following conversation. Someone's going to find out about this. They'll shut us down. We agreed to this pact. Our hands were forced, but our eyes were open. We let the hourglass coven take what it wants, and in return, we stay in business. That is what you want, right? Now, tell me, does that sound like these people might have something shady going on? That doesn't match up. Why do you... Well, first of all, why do you feel the need to steal things from the workers of the Feywild? I am only here to cause trouble until I can figure out what's going on. I'm here to throw it off kilter, you know, so to speak. I'm here to, you know, move things around until the facade breaks up and maybe I can... You know, maybe someone gives me some more information about what happened to my patron. I can't go the rest of my life disconnected from a, from my patron I made a pact with. There's certain things I have to do. And certain things that are required, you know, magic is required. And if my patron is, has been captured or cut off from me in some way, it needs to get fixed. Right, but the stuff you're doing, people are starting to get, you know, maybe hurt. I mean, my friend Eric here, he had to save that dwarf that was on that dragonfly ride. We saw you over there. He was going to be fine. There's plenty of places for him to land. I refuse to stop causing trouble until Witch or Light tells me what is going on with this pact they made. Sounds very warlocky. You know, messed up to me. Do right, you? right. Do you know anything about this hourglass gang or whatever it was. Hourglass Coven? Yes, that one. Yeah, that I one. have no clue. Never heard of them in my life. Interesting. I have to imagine they have something to do with the Fae Wild or something. May you I think ask they have something to do with my... besides someone's voice? I'm telling you I've only stolen one thing. How many times do I have to say it? You've given us a bit of information so I can... I, I'll honor our side of the bargain. My side, at least. Um... I'm here because many, many years ago, I uh, stole my way in to this place, let's say. Um, and and I, I, something was taken from me. Something uh, that I very much need to get back. Um, I, I, I don't know the way home. Sure, sure. And I, f I feel that this place is connected to it. But that was taking you something was stolen from you here. Yes. Like like Witch said, they made a pact to let the Hourglass Coven take what it wants. Possibly. Do the rest of you have something taken from you? Is that why you're here? Yes. I can't really remember. I remember I lost something, but I don't remember what it was. We'll call you a yes? Yeah. Well, that settles it, fellows. We're all here for the same reason. My connection to my warlock, to my patron, was taken. All of you have had something taken, and which, in light, are somehow responsible. Yeah, I'm but we're not taking stuff coming. from other people. I'm telling you that I've done my best to try to figure out what's going on, and I want to talk to Witch and Light. I want to figure out what's going on, and I'm not going to stop causing trouble until they come out here and they tell me what's going on. They know so why not just go talk to them? They're not going to tell me anything. How about this? 
You return the voice so that everything will be handy and dandy. You, your suspicion will be less suspicious since everything, everyone will think that the person's gone or either killed and everything will be fixed. That's what they will think. And then maybe we can try to help each other out, try to talk, talk to the light and the other dude. Yeah, Mr. Witch and Mr. Light. Yeah, Mr. Witch and Mr. Light. Yeah, how do you even steal a voice anyway? Yeah. She uh, says, well, I've used a little doll. It's kind of easy. Little doll? Mm-hmm. Roll a charisma. Roll a uh, persuasion or, or intimidation, however you guys want to do it. Mm. Let's, no, start with persuasion, first of all, that what you just said. Let's start with the persuasion check here. It I immediately fail either one of those checks. Right. Advantage for me, right? Huh? <coughs> advantage? For... Because I had the thing where it gives me advantage on charisma checks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Witted something. That is a... 13? And nope. <laughs> I got a 15. Okay. Well, you both together, then this conversation is like, well, it's not that big of a deal. I, I don't have any real attachment to this voice. It doesn't sound very cool or, you know, interesting anyway. Just one more way to cause trouble, throw things off kilter. So, yeah, here you go. And she uh, takes out a, uh, she takes out a voice. Um, she's got a corn husk doll with a thorny stem tied around the neck. Um, it looks, the doll looks like Candlefoot. Uh, and it's got a little stem tied around the neck. She says, well, she doesn't take it out, but she's got her hand down in her pocket. She's like, right here on my on my right leg, I'll, I've, I'll I've got it. the doll. All you do, untie, untie the stem around the neck of the doll, and the voice goes back. Everything's fine. Don't do not do that just yet. Is the doll also black and white? Sure. Neat. What's yes. the social security number? <laughs> what kind of socks? Um, it's just, like... Eight Two. fours. How many four? Five, nine fours. You said don't untie that. Yeah, I did. Don't. We'll, we'll need to communicate probably for a couple more minutes at least. I mean, um, I can talk either way. Untie it. Untie it now. I go to like I'm I'm I've got hands on it to untie it, and I look at the other, I look at Rusty and I look at Eric. Oh, untie the rope to, to let him free. No, the thorn. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Hey, Rusty, Thank what do you think? One tired of voice? Uh, yeah, sounds good. But, um, can I do a thing real quick? I want to touch the doll and make it shed a bright light for a five-foot radius. Okay. I just want to see if it works on Candlefoot, too, when we see him again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, when that happens, I, like, I look away from it, but my hands are already on it, and I untie it. I, I dropped the little thorn thing, so. Nice. How long does it last? Uh, my tinkerings, they, they last forever. <laughs> so from the other side of the carnival, we hear, <laughs> There's just lasers bouncing around inside the Hall of Illusions oh, now. It's all mirrors. He's inside an oven. <laughs> uh, maximum number of... Uh, things you can affect at one time is equal to your intelligence modifier. Oh, so I can have up to three of them at a time. So I've got the fart flower, the proposal feather, and the glowing doll. Okay. <laughs> made an easy bait candle foot. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the doll is glowing very brightly, uh, and you hear the kinku last say, oh, that's a neat trick. Yeah, so that's what you sound like. <laughs> anyway. So what how about this? 
Can you guys untie me at least? Not quite yet. What What's your ultimate plan? Like, so you cause chaos, I understand that, but how are you going to get that chaos? Are you just going to be a thorn in their side until they, they say, okay, fine, we give up? Or do you have more more stringent and, and, and specific well, steps? I'm pretty good at what I do. So my thought is, we, is we if, caught I, you. if I cause... Yeah, we, we caught you. You see how big he is? Anyway, if I cause enough trouble, it'll force Witch, Mr. Witch and Mr. Light to come out and discuss my terms. Yeah, but they won't see thought. you so favorable. But also, bef- beyond that, I don't care how I get the information, but something is going on in Prismere. It's it's the only option. This is I'm not talking about some some fast food clown. It's the boss from The Incredibles. The, the insurance agency guy. <laughs> I'm not happy about. It. I'm, I'm not. I'm talking, talking about our people. <laughs> I'm not talking about some fast food clown, some some popcorn making schmuck that runs things across the way. I'm talking about an arch fay, albeit goddess, who gives me my magical power from across planes. And something has. Mess things up. Yeah, if you find a way, I just can't go. Where's the door at? Show us the way. I don't know. You don't know? I don't know, but there's got to be some connection to the Feywild here in the carnival. There's no. How else do they come and go? Well, then couldn't we... You said you don't care how the information gets around. There's a lot of people here who aren't responsible and are unaware other other uh, carnival goers who got in honestly um, unfortunately not us the first time anyway but couldn't we also meet them at the crowning of the Witchlight Monarch? Yeah. Do, do you think that if we did enough good deeds their perception of us would be a little bit brighter than if we had caused chaos? I Look have... I got this button monkey you need to talk to. He'll set you straight. I have heard of the witch, you know, at the crowning of the Witchlight Monarch. Yes, the Witchlight Monarch gets to meet Mr. Witch and Mr. Light. Yes, absolutely. But I have also heard of Mr. Witch and Mr. Light uh, sending someone to come grab people who've caused enough trouble at the carnival and who, you know, need to be kicked out. Or people who have caused enough good. You know, okay. bring the mood up and they want they want to give you they want to give you an accolade and if you bring the mood down... They want to, you know, talk to you before they remove you. Please tell me what will happen once they catch you. Because you obviously can't escape from this room if we just tied you in. So they're going to probably do the same thing to you. I mean, if I really wanted to, I could probably get out of here, but... I seriously doubt it. Look, I tell you what. We're, we're trying to, like, spread some good and some things like that if we can. Why don't, you know, if we, if we keep on spreading all this good and everything, you know... Why don't we work together on this? She puts her hands out like underneath the ropes. Honestly, be my guest. It's a lot easier to cause trouble as one person than it has been for you to cause good as four people. But the higher chance we all do good is the higher chance one of us will see, will get the crown or something like that. Okay. We'll meet them. Let me finish. Honestly. What I'm trying to say is that by myself I can cause a lot more harm than I can good. But if you guys want to do the good route, if you guys want to, you know... Make things nice here. I'll help you out. Sir. If, if you agree that you help me figure out what's going on with my patron. And if you get the opportunity 
you go over to Prismir, you figure out what's going on. Report well, yeah, back. We're, we're trying to figure out all kind of stuff already, so. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm game, fellas. What do you that say? That sounds like a good idea, but you so have to keep your end of the deal. Do not try to make any more trouble. I mean, you will not get a second chance once I find you. My cards are on the table, big guy. What? Are you going to help us do good? Yeah. You need some help, I'll help you. I'm not going to follow you Rusty's around like a puppy dog. better than you are at causing chaos. With that fart flower, he soured the mood pretty good. <laughs> I smelt it from wherever, where, where I was in the park. That wasn't the flower. Put it away, Rusty. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you say? You untie me. I don't want to go see Candlefoot personally, but I'll, I'll be lurking in the wings. People have seen my face. They don't like hanging around with me here, but I'll be lurking in the wings. And if you need me, just give me a call, maybe a call call or something, call call. and I'll come out and I'll, I'll help you out. And if I, have an, if I have any ideas, I'll come back and help you. But I promise, I swear on Zabilna herself, I will not cause any more trouble. Sounds hey, good to me, boys. What do you think? I, already, I start on Tiger. Okay. Looks like Who's a plan. I got it. I want to stick it in my. She in my shifts pack. all the rope out. She pulls, picks the rope up off the ground, and like wraps it around I've her wing and hands it back to Rusty. I've got one more statement to tell you before you leave. I've got another question. Don't well. you think it's a little weird that a patron with a power enough to give other people power to is somehow stuck? Yeah, but this again. Remember what I said a minute ago. This is Mr. Light speaking. Last time I was here, the other night, he said, We agreed to this pact. Our hands were forced, but our eyes were open. We let the hourglass coven take what it wants, and in return we stay in business. That's what you want, right? We let the hourglass coven take what it wants, and we stay in business. I don't think Mr. Witch and Mr. Light have anything to do with my patron. They seem like good guys who want to have a good time, mostly. But it seems like they've made a deal with the devil. Or devils, or hags. So it's the a coven, coven is... or hourglass coven. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the faster we find this eye of coven thing, the faster we'll all get our stuff back. I'm assuming if someone stole it, I promise I didn't take your memories or your ability, whatever it is that's been stolen from you, your way home. I didn't take any of that from you. I imagine if someone took it, it made its way to Prismere. I mean, it's not the stupidest thing I've ever heard. This is a lady, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Lady. I was just making sure, because the voice, it doesn't sound... <clears throat> You've already, I you've already said that. I have limited range. <laughs> um, Keith is, in fact, not a lady. I know. <laughs> in fact. I knew it. So We're also me. trying to find a uh, missing displacer beast child... And on top of that, I'm suspicious that two things are connected. The display, the, the, the child going missing and what was happening in the Hall of Illusions. There, were, there, were, there was a, a pig face girl and, and frog hands. The pig face girl and a, and a little frog fella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I see them roaming around. Are they, they're not with you? No, no. So, but do you, have you heard anything about the, the, the child star? I probably heard a thing, a thing or two around from going around the park, but she, from what I hear, she's been gone a long time. But again, again, what I said was that that Mr. Witch said the hourglass coven takes what it wants, take synonymous with steal. Yes. And we get to stay open. 
Uh, if something's lost, I'm telling you, it made its way to Prismia. Okay. Uh, Keith, uh, I don't know if you remember this, but who? what did the goblin say about the anonymous gift or thing? Benefactor. Yeah, your anonymous benefactor. Okay. I was just curious. I didn't know if it was like a name of anonymous. No, name. they didn't tell you who it was. Their name is anonymous, anonymous benefactor. Do you know what anonymous means? I know. Do you? Yeah, like it's no one, like it's anonymous. You don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but at this point, she said, "Okay, we're getting close to the Hall of Illusions. I, I feel bad for taking Candle Candlefoot's voice, but I felt like it would be a good thing to cause some trouble. I'm gonna slip back into the into the crowds, maybe play a few games. I'll always be within earshot. If you need me, call out for me. I'll help if you need if you have a, if you come up with a plan or whatever. Call out for me, and I'll help you out. But I don't. I think draw, I'll draw more attention to you." If I stay with you, understand? Uh, yes, ma'am. Uh, I don't know if I got your name, though. My name is Kettlestein. Uh. <laughs> you were close. Write that down, too. No, I'm just disappointed. Kettlestein? Kettlestein the Kinku. What a lovely name. Thank you. Okay, you can go now. I don't care anymore. Alright. So, pointing at all of you, she does. She's. You promised to help me with this patron thing if I stop causing trouble. Yeah. You got a deal. And you'll tell me whatever information you get from Mr. Witch and Mr. Light if you get to meet him. Yeah. Sounds good. Absolutely. Now I promise if we get to the end of the carnival night and I don't hear anything back from you, I'm going to cause some trouble. Nah, that Seems won't be fair. necessary. Seems fair. Yeah. Will be tell you what. Trouble. <laughs> if at the end of the carnival night we haven't made enough of a dent in the mood here to, to lighten things up and get to meet them, come find me and I'll help you. Great. Goodbye, new friends. Thank you for your help. I and thanks say. for not killing me, big fella. I, my intentions were not to kill you. My intentions were to find what to get answers. As, she's, as you say that, she turns around, transforms into a small little boy with snot running out of his nose and popcorn in his hand, and begins to walk away. I don't know how she Wait, as, as I she's thought she was away. the big fat guy. Hang on. She was, but she was also the little kid. As she's walking oh, away, I want to just hand on the shoulder. Okay. Wait, wait a second. How you do that? A warlock. It's like a, like a watch, Bill. The warlock's bell. Yeah. Huh. And I think it's called Disguise Self. My village. <laughs> okay, that's not Disguise Self. Yeah, you, you go ahead. You go ahead. Shape change. Yeah, yeah. it's more like shape change. Nice. That one got some distance. <laughs> <laughs> it landed on Rusty. <laughs> some of you okay. spit got in my mouth. <laughs> All right. You guys are now approaching it, approaching Candlefoot the mine. He's in front of his tent of illusions. He is sad. He is unhappy. He is voiceless. I'll get the net. He's at a point where he can't even sigh audibly. You, get you, the pole. you guys are headed back up to Kettle, or, uh, Candlefoot, and as he sees you coming, he looks to you and his eyes get wide and he puts out his arms Who's as if to say, why are you back? So Who's soon? got it? I think you got it. I got it? I think maybe it's you. I'm going to hold it up. I was thinking, I don't know. I'm going to hold it up and I'm going to just kind of wave it at him. And he puts his arms out and he's like... Prince, you you can he can't he can't talk. I you think can you've talk. already untied it, actually. You can talk now, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and Candlefoot uh, <laughs> oh. goes. Candlefoot goes. No, I can't. Hey. I can talk now. I can talk now. 
Oh my gosh! The sound of my voice! Right? Yeah, it's really ugly. annoying, dude. Oh. I'm gonna need you it, to stop. It is a little scratchy, isn't get, it? Get the doll. Get the doll. <laughs> it is real? a little. Oh, it's so beautifully scratchy. Oh man. Thank you so much. Not a problem, buddy. Oh my right. goodness. How so, did you how did you get my voice back? Um, We've got our way. How did you get my voice? Oh best, man, that's the best. Oh way. man, listen, don't think about that. It's okay. What? You got your voice back. That's all that matters. I'm don't happy think about how we did it. Yeah, isn't no, there somebody I'm... else you'd rather be talking to right now? That's a good point. There is someone I'd rather be you talking just to right everything? now. Listen, my buddy, she's gonna be real happy. You spoke to Palasha. Right, and she's waiting to see you. Did she do? Did she do that thing where she dives into the water and it sounds like her name? Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Did oh, it? it's so adorable. I wouldn't. Is call her it name? A dive. Is her name pronounced? Her name's Palasha. Palasha. Well, that's how it's pronounced. Okay, yeah. Oh, I. You know, you know what? You know what? No. Come with me. I want you guys got your my voice back. You know, really. First of all, bring it in for a hug. I don't even want to mind. Do I would like to touch you. I hug him. He come. He just gives you a big. He 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 almost gives you a big squeeze, and he goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> "You're really stinky." <laughs> he pushes you. Thanks. Uh, I've been working on it for <laughs> forty years now. <laughs> he. Everyone he, likes their own brand, don't they? <laughs> uh, he calls over to someone over like off camera. And he says, come here, come here, come here. I need you to cut. I'm going on break again. I thought you just had a break. I can't get another one. I just got my voice back. Come sit down. And so the guy that you saw earlier <laughs> who was out for Listen the to my words. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going on break. <laughs> the tent of illusions, he sits back down and uh, Kettle or Candlefoot says, come, come, come with me. Let's go. I want you to see what, what I'm about to do here. Please. We do it. Okay. Then we'll come back and we'll see if we can solve where this guy lost his happy. <laughs> Him telling the guy he's going on break, I immediately thought of the SpongeBob yelling at Mr. Krabs in German. <laughs> 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 so Candlefoot, skip. he's skipping all the way back to the pond where you guys left Palasha. The crowd is dissipated. Do we also have to skip? No, of course not. I do. I do not. Well, you're easily amused, so I assume that you would too. That's what I'm wondering. You are easily like, amused. I mean, should, should yeah, I'm skipping. I'm skipping. <laughs> you uh, know, having such tiny legs, skipping is actually a pretty efficient way to get around. It's like two steps with one. Something it's like really that. working for you. I think you should. Uh, I think you should do that more often. Maybe, maybe that'll be your thing. Yeah. I don't think I need to skip. Skip, 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 I'll just go by Rusty. But I skip too. (laughs) (laughs) Skip if you want to, it's a carnival. But glad you got your voice back, of course. I'm I'm skipping a little Glad you got your voice back, of course. Oh, me too! My little little butterfly wings are, are doing a little flappy. Yeah. So you guys make it over there, uh, and... As you make it over there, he says, all right, everybody stand here on the edge of the lake. I want you to see this. It's going to be lovely. Uh, and he goes over to the swan, and he whispers something in the swan swan's ear on the edge of the lake. And you can almost see the hearts go around her head, and she just ooh, coos with how adorable it is. He hops on the swan's back. She swims him out to the, to the uh, like water globe area where Palasha is sitting. Palasha sees him coming. A tear begins to fall down her eye, her face. Are these as swans she's... sapient? Is that did we talk to them before? Have we seen them? Before? You have not 
looking to the swan yet, but See, spoiler alert, they do talk. Or it does talk. I just didn't know if I was forgetting that. No, I don't think you guys, you didn't get a chance. One of you is headed over there to them Thanks. whenever everything was going down last time. Um, I was getting concerned because you were like, he hops on the swan's back. I'm like, this is like a 35 pound it, bird. It's a large swan. Very okay. Large. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're like and it sinks. Rides. Easy yeah. 40 pounds. It's the, ah, gotcha. Sorry, it's the size of the swan ride, like a you know love tunnel. I got you. So this is, this is Big Bird. Yeah, big it's bird. got the same stats as a giant eagle. Nice. Okay, that'll um, Dangerous. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, also very smart, um, just as a th- yeah. That'll do. But if you guys talk to her, you don't know that. I said to her too. Mm. <laughs> oh, <laughs> listen. Anyway, I'm ruining the the what's campaign. Going, what's going on over here? Yeah. So the swan takes him across the water, and he looks back at you with a thumbs up. And as the swan approaches, the swan turns around and looks away. Uh, as he turns towards Palasha and gets down on one knee and opens up a little box and takes out a ring, and you can hear muffled. Uh, you can hear him speaking muffled over the water, and then over the water from Palasha, you hear, Oh, yes, yes, a million times, yes! And they embrace one another, and they're now engaged to be married. I just want to lean down to Rusty. I, just, do it. I, just to Rusty. Oh, I always, whenever people just like fall in love and always do this, I always feel just awkward. Just, I always feel awkward just standing there and watching that, because I'm always scared they would be like, that sure or he will say no and just it's even more awkward just watching them. Well, I think she said yes. I so, know that, but so it's just, just hey, just follow my lead. Yeah, good job, buddy. <laughs> I'm gonna clap my hands. That's close enough. Good boy. A few other people around are also clapping and cheering. You know, the people who are there are several carnies around, several uh, witch light hands who are around, like you know. Hooping and what some of them have things they throw in the air and a few you know a few of them are noticing and getting excited. Uh, Palasha dives into the water and jumps out and cuts a backflip, free willy style. <laughs> and, uh, oh my. <laughs> um, and so they you know they have a con- brief conversation, but uh, it seems like the gist of it is that Palasha is concerned. Well, we I mean, know we still have a job to do or whatever. We'll celebrate. Once the carnival is finished this evening, um, do we move to my place or yours? Yeah. But for now, let's go back and do our jobs. You have a tent to run. I have, you know, whatever. But they're engaged to be married. They're wonderful. It's a wonderful thing. You hear the most delicious, beautiful sound, the most uplifting calliope music you've heard all night. If the if the calliope music you heard when you walked in was neutral, this calliope music might as well be wedding bells and. Uh, you know, beautiful, just the most beautiful symphony of Calliope ever. You can hear that Amy's monkey, laughing. that big monkey that was playing it earlier. It's, you can hear him giggling over oh, the, yeah. you know, just... The monkey done kicked it into high This is the intro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, you guys, the mood of the carnival is just all over the place. You can just feel... The, the feeling of this carnival exhaling and just being weightless with joy. The mood is, the colors are brighter, the fairies are flying higher, the dragonflies are buzzing, the snails are moving faster. Everybody is so happy you have made the mood so good. And uh, if you were very perceptive, if you're very perceptive, you could hear a little kinku, you know, smacking her little feathers together um, behind a snow, snow cone cart. <laughs> Rosie, I think this one canceled out your stink fart vibes from earlier. Yeah, someone has dispersed the LSD apparently. 
Does everything smell brighter to anyone else? No? How can you smell brightness? I don't know. Airy, airy, I don't know. The sounds, everything, just so much more vibrant and happy. Yeah, I can I can see that. Um, yeah. It is. Got a point. But I do think we did our job and made everything more happier, so I think we should keep it that way. A job well done, gentlemen. A job well done. My question is, what else can we do to make it happier? I mean... Just let everything go smoothly and prevent things that would harm it, I guess. Yeah. Well, with, um... Uh, do we know that we have one more hour? Uh, yeah, you guys know that it's about an hour to the Big Topic extravaganza. A little bit less than that now that you've come and done this whole proposal thing. Well, we have, like, less than an hour, so I think we're pretty good, I hope. I like it. Well, that's just the Big Topic extravaganza. There's still more after that. True. Um, do you guys want to just go hang out over there? I mean, I don't really feel like we have a whole lot of time before. He did say to follow him. But he told us to wait here too. Yeah, I, well, I, I think, think that, he's got. I think that was what he wanted to show. Uh, we we want to yeah. be here for that. Yeah. As you guys are having this conversation, though, Ke- uh, Candlefoot comes back over on his swan. He thinks this. You know, he's very uh, Jack Sparrow on the neck of the That's swan. That's exactly what I was going to say earlier. <laughs> as soon as you said the swan would sink, I was like, that might be the greatest pirate I've ever seen. It's <laughs> <laughs> like the thing's going down that he's holding onto its neck. <laughs> Hanging off the neck, he spins around one time and hops onto the dock. He thanks the oh, swan, swan, and he says, quick, before you go, before you go, get the doll. Uh, I would like to repay you for all of this. If you don't mind. Absolutely not. Okay, so let's head on back to the. Well, I'm gonna walk back to the Hall of Illusions. I got a few. Um, the big topic extravaganza is, is is coming up, and maybe I'll be able to. Uh, no, give me some help with your acting. Maybe you might need that at some point. You sometimes people get pulled onto the stage or whatever in the big topic extravaganza. You guys have also all obviously made yourself clear front runners for the Witchlight Monarch already. So, or at least one of you would be. So, we have to kill each other. could I, could I get, <laughs> I'm have a mime, obviously. You've all, you've all done a great job uh, at, you know, getting my mime and everything, my miming. Can I give you a few acting tips? This may surprise you, but I am not the most charismatic of people. Well, that's fine. <laughs> I'm pretty average at it. But, like, I guess trying to change a voice or read the room better would be pretty good. Or get less butterflies in your stomach. Can't when teach you... you that, honey. <laughs> 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 who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Picture candle foot saying <laughs> for some reason. So I, I, I tell you what, like, we just just completely treat us as if we're just have no idea what's going on. What, what's going on at this extravaganza type thing? We got a, about an hour or so, so I don't know. What, what's going on at the Going up on stage? What do you mean? Well, at the Big Tropic Extravaganza, uh, sometimes Mr. Uh, Light will give carnival goers an opportunity to, you know, do their own act. You know, a lot of people are drawn here because they're performers too and they just, they love the atmosphere and there are some people who are just waiting to have the light on them and shine so that they can shine in front of everyone else and show them a talent or, you know, cut a backflip or 
throw knives into someone's or over someone's head, you know, something cool. Into, I don't know. No. It, gentlemen, did, did anybody, anybody amongst you prepare anything remotely related to that? I feel like we could kind of pick it up, make it along as we go. I mean, I yeah, have, yeah, yeah. I have been used as a target on several occasions. So if this someone is a man wants with to throw experience. a knife, I am well equipped to not be hit by a knife, hopefully. Optimism. We're gonna put a pin in that. We'll, cut, we'll put a pin in that. We'll circle. We'll circle back around. That's the thing. We're gonna circle back around. This guy's arms are almost as long as my body. Right. Sure. Right. That's, that's something we could probably use. I think what we're saying here is we're kind of a freak show act. So. Yeah. Hey. Everyone I would. I would appreciate any pointers that you might be able to provide, if you think you're up for the challenge. Well, I'm a trained actor and mime so i just want to give you a tip that will hopefully help you in the future do you have any because mime credentials he pulls out a card <laughs> it's like it's five by eight laminated got a bunch of punches in it right raised lettering and, and you, he is so smug showing you this thing like you knew he didn't have, you, know, you knew he didn't have a card uh. well how about that i don't i don't have one of those but you know what I, there's three stamps on this you see I don't know what the stamp is. my class. There's three stamps. What are you doing to get a stamp? I didn't say a word the whole time I was there. <laughs> Bryce, you got you got to let me be the guy. <laughs> you got. Sorry. <laughs> so you so you have your character, <laughs> and I have to I have to be this guy. You stay on your side of the sandbox. <laughs> Minimal riffing. <Yeah. laughs> Normally, it's not hurtful to the moment, but. <laughs> When you take away the things that I would definitely have said, <laughs> it makes it a lot harder. That's fair. He says, trade secret. He puts it in his back pocket again. Oh. Um, but I will let in a trade secret. Let you guys know a trade secret. There may come a time where you need to tell an untruth. And that's all acting is a lot of times. is telling untruths. Pretending something's real when it's not. You mean lie about something. Exactly. Oh, okay. But here's the secret. It's only a lie if you don't believe it. And it's not a lie if you believe it. So in your performance, you gotta believe whatever it is you're performing. Right? So... What are you saying here? I'm saying keep that in mind the next time you have to be playfully dishonest in the way that people act. Don't second guess yourself. Gotta I guess. Believe. Is that what you mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, write that down. That's good. That's good. The lies are true. <laughs> it's always true if you believe it, is all I'm trying to say. If you don't believe you are who you're acting as, no one else will either. So, how, how much have you lied to us today? I didn't He's lie. He's been able to talk for I'm, 10 minutes. <laughs> he pulls out the whole the, thing has been a lie. He, he pulls out his card again and he shows it to you and he says, the stamps, sir. Yeah, I don't know what the stamp means. The I stamps mean I believe everything I've said today. You believe whether I'm... it's true or not. So you... what about that whole marriage but proposal thing? That you could still lie. You just believe that it's truth. You guys are thinking too hard. Did you take? Did you take what I said to heart? We got. I, I mean, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Everybody okay. lies. The is lies are true. Green a problem? That's not. That's no. not going to show no, up. No, it's on... not. It's okay. So you are saying everybody's true? Because everybody lies? That's what he said. I get it. You guys are thinking too hard. Am I the only one that understands this? You might be. No, Probably. We're just, we're just giving him a hard time. It's okay. Uh, okay. 
Anyway, I imagine that the things that I've said here will be more helpful if you find a situation where you, they're required. Okay. This place is very magical, you know. All right, sounds good. We're now connected yeah. on a magical level. And let me just tell you I how appreciative I am that I'm now engaged to be married. Is this a lie? No, am definitely engaged. Well, he believes For it, truth. so... Well, Without that, yeah. I am engaged to be married All right. to the beautiful Palasha. When's the big day? We, we haven't set a date yet. You got a registry? You gotta have a registry. At the end of the carnival, I'll let you. If we see you again, we'll let you know. Maybe we'll we'll send an invitation. All right, all, all of us, most of us, most most of us. I've got to talk to Palasha about it. Let's just get on with our business and let him get back to his. Actually, I have a question for Ab- you. Absolutely, Rusty. We just brace yourself. We've been enjoying the carnival so far, and it seems to be picking up the more we help people out. You know of anyone else who might need, you know, a little assistance here and there? Grease the wheels, get this show on the road. Are there... Well, hmm. I am very... The Hall of Illusions is very close to the Pixie Village. Pixie Kingdom. The Pixie King... See? (laughs) The Pixie... See, this this is really what's going on, is that the Pixies are small enough. And I've been hearing some chatter, quiet and Tiny soft chatter. though it may be, that they're feeling a little bit left out. That they're not as much of a main event for the carnival as they would hope to be. So there's that. Um, well, that's terrible. I don't know how much you could help them. Go there, I guess. But, give them attention. Um, I don't know if you're going to be able to do much for them before the big top extravaganza. But if there's any other places as well that you haven't visited around the carnival, who knows what's going on? I mean, I haven't had my voice. I'll admit, I've been a little fo- a little bit focused on myself. I mean, yeah, I visited the Pixie Kingdom yet. I guess we could spend some time ogling somebody. I mean, if somebody just needs attention. Don't say it like that. I'm going to. All right. Yeah. Congratulations. Okay, Thank I think you. we should leave now. What kind of wasting I do have to get back. my time. I do have to get back to work. Thank you so much. So much. I truly, really appreciate you. You've done so much. You more, more for me than I ever could have thought. I was in deep, deep despair, and you brought me out of it tonight. So thank you. So just to clear things up, you, you don't need the recorded message that I made. No more. Could I, could I have that back? Absolutely. I just need it. You can keep the, the thing I put it on. I think it was a feather. I just need to deactivate it. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> Safety zone. Souvenir. Thank you. All right. Have out. a lovely evening. I'm going to pull out the doll real quick. Uh-huh. Do you want this? It's you. Yeah, sure. He Just in case of someone else. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so no one can use it yeah. against me, sure. Yeah, you probably want to put that someplace safe. As yeah. he goes to take it, the head pops off. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, no, I dropped oh. it. <laughs> All right, I bid you all adieu. The carnival stop waits for no man and no mime as well. Good night. Have a wonderful evening. I hope to see you again. Hope to see you too. Pixie Kingdom. Yeah, Pixie Kingdom. Yeah. Yes, but after, right? The Big Top Extravaganza? Because that's like soon. People are starting to file in, I think. Yeah, the Big Top thing. Shall we uh, get a seat or or a bench or a uh, section of floor? Let's go check it out. Uh, a nice dirt mound. I, I wonder how far back the top row is, because you can kind of lean against the tent if you, if you do that. I have back problems, but... 
It's yeah, the, I'd like to if, go. It, if it's too far away, we can we can we don't have to sit there. It's I'd a like big to top. I mean, it's a big like it's way up there. Because I you think can see most it from of here. These, I'd like to go to the back too, because I think most of these people are quite shorter than me, and I don't want to be in the way and ruin the. That's show. fair. You you should probably just wait outside. Yeah, I'm already okay. there. Okay, <laughs> that's a joke. Come on. By the time you've had these conversations, by the time you've proposed and all this different stuff, it's getting time for the, the Big Top extravaganza. You guys file in to the Big Top. Inside the Big Top, let me maybe describe a few things for you here. As far as the Big Top is consigned. There's one ginger midget. <laughs> That's it. Well, it's most of him. So, you guys approach the Big Top. The roof of this tent reaches toward the night sky in three swooping peaks topped Ooh. with spinning gold stars. Painted wooden panels on the tent walls whirl with color, colorful motion, displaying vibrant circus performances. The sound of music and laughter drifts out through the canvas door. As you guys walk in, you are coming in at the very end of one of the acts, the last act before the Big Top Extravaganza. It looks like you're about halfway through the act of a goblin jug juggler who can catch and juggle any tiny objects tossed to her by the crowd. So as you walk in, she's Rusty. got... She's got four... <laughs> What's up? She, as you walk in, she uh, she has already four things in her hands. She, she is juggling an empty popcorn bucket, um, a baby's pacifier, uh, a, 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 a dagger that someone had tossed to her, as well as a billiard ball. She is juggling four of them right now and talking to the crowd, you know, egging them on, telling them that she can juggle anything they toss her way or whatever as you guys file in looking for seats. As you guys walk in to the Big Top as well, kind of in the in the vestibule, you know, Ooh. just as you walk in, kind of behind, the, you know, they have those bleachers that are in there, but there's some space behind them for walking around. As you walk in, you can look to your right and your left in this darkened tent with this performance going on and the spotlights in there. You can see several people practicing their own acts. You can see a few people, you know, getting ready to try to maybe sing just in case they're called upon or allowed to go out there. There are a few people who are doing some acrobatics, cutting some flips, spinning around the ground. There are people who seem to be preparing for the opportunity to help hype the crowd up as you guys go in there. Hey, this is pretty nice. I'm gonna try to go all the way to the way back. Uh, as far as the tent is concerned, just picture like mostly a big round area. There's um, kind of like like a circus. There are those middle rings where everybody hangs out, uh, and then there are bleachers around those. So different sections of bleachers. So there is really no no back. Well, I'm in like back bleachers, so I don't get in someone's way when someone's gotcha. trying to. Walk. You just want to sit at the top of one, like you want to sit on some of the back seats. All right, mm -hmm. so. Uh, Eric is headed towards some seats while you guys discuss the fact that you did not prepare anything. Are you guys sticking together? How are you? I mean, whatever. What, you let me know what you're doing. I'm going to stick with him. Okay. Walk with Eric. Yeah, I think we're kind of cohesive at this point. So. Yeah. Rusty, I, I think Rusty was trying to do the same thing too. Because yeah. he wanted to lose Rusty his is back the stickiest of us all. Okay. Yes. He has back problems because he's a loser. Okay. So, so you guys. Whose turn is it now? Rusty. Oh. So you guys sit organized by height on the back of a set of bleachers with 
Eric on the far right moving down to Rusty. Um, as you guys kind of sit there and, you know, whatever it is you want to do to watch the end of this goblin performance or have a conversation or what, what have you. Um, so, but, gentlemen, do you think we could do something like that? I cannot. You can't juggle. Can I anybody can juggle? juggle? Nobody. Nobody can juggle. I can try. I've only done the, uh, I've only done the target practice thing. Okay, we'll get back to that. Does anybody else have any ideas? That's not a bad idea. I mean, I could throw a knife fairly well. He doesn't even have to be good at it. Just have to not kill him. Yeah. I could be astonished. I mean, you can, do we know, do we know the trigger mimic thing? Yeah. 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 You, 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 you could, you could change face. Somebody already. Right? Yeah. Hey, that'd be kind of interesting if I stab him. You just come out and be like, "Behold!" and then you do what you do. Yeah, but that's kind of like that's. I, I don't like. No, that's that's like a, that's close to the chat. You, you keep that. From, keep that close. From underneath the bleachers, you can hear someone whispering in a familiar kettle steam sounding voice. You you hear, "Don't look down." But you can. Oh, you. Can, you could have Eric hold all three of you up while you perform this act on some sort of apparatus, maybe. I don't know. It could involve you all. I am pretty strong. Am I hearing voices, or was that a recommendation? That was a recommendation. But I don't know that Eric's strong enough to do that. I guess I could hold two of y'all, not three of y'all. Does this, is this have the anything to do with the lie thing? Yeah, I can hold... Lifting thing. I can hold size larger than me. That's not what that means. No, no, no! Can, I can push a pull. Yeah, you can push, drag, or carry. Yeah, but we're not we're not fighting twice. him, so it is like well, great. So he can drag it, us all out there. It's just twice as strong. Yeah, yeah. So you just double it. So you multiply like fifteen times your strength modifier. So it's four hundred and twenty. Okay. Nice. That's a lot of beef. That's a lot of beef. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. But does this does this have anything to do with what Candlefoot told us about believing the lie? If we believe that he can carry us, and he believes that he can carry us, can he carry us? I believe I can do that. There's that's all he needs. Really, only one way to find out. Just stand there and believe in him, and him. I think he can lift me. I can definitely lift you. Ooh, ooh, what if, what if he like threw, threw Rusty in the air? And I hit him with a stick. Yeah, and like yeah, he threw a knife, and and then uh, me did field medicine, field medicine on him. <laughs> I'm not an entertainer. I'm sorry. Fair warning. I'll whatever just, we hit him with, I don't think candy's falling out of that one. I'll just watch whatever you do. I'll be quiet. I'll be down here if you need me. <laughs> I've got, I've got a bed roll. We could wrap your torso, Rusty, in this roll, and I could back. throw you, okay. and I could throw a knife and try to hit you. But see, the problem I have with this is if we fail, also, what will you do? If we fail... I like the cannon. I'll be embarrassed, because I will have missed. That would suck. That would be bad for me, yes. We would all feel terrible for you. Maybe even Rusty. Yeah, but if if I died, then everybody would be distracted by that, probably. (laughs) You'd be fine. I was thinking more along the lines I mean, he's not wrong. Yeah, but... I could throw a lit torch at you. Yeah. And oh, just... that would burn for days. <laughs> I'm very, very greasy on my own. <laughs> but I like it. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. That's all I got. The Boy, goblin is now juggling like seven items. The, cl- the there's a there's a crescendo of applause, uh, you know, approaching. You guys, can, you can feel that there's there's a time limit on this conversation. We're juggling ideas, so yeah, yeah, no, yeah, go for I've it. Got dried nuts Hang on, I got turkey. I got an idea to keep her going. Um, I have a <laughs> I have a flask of oil. 
<laughs> I'm gonna uncork it and throw the flask of oil in there. Do I need to roll for that? Yeah. You are on top, right? <laughs> yeah, you're throwing it over a bleach full of people. It'll be okay. <laughs> Dexter, just throw it. Watch yeah. me crit fail. Just roll it. Roll it. Just throw it into the crowd. That's a ten. Wait, what does that count? Well, I didn't have Every fish. Yeah. Every I don't think it really matters. Are you are up. you calling out to her or anything? You're just gonna. <laughs> oh yeah, like hey, catch! Uh, as you say that, the goblin says, "I can catch anything," and she like tosses the seven items like, and the, all the seven items like fly into the air and they're floating almost like weightlessly for a moment. As she like puts out her hand and then her eyes get wide like, and then she she grabs it. But as her as her eyes get wide, they're first wide with fear. But then they're wide with, like, an idea. And Uh-oh. she grabs the flask of oil, and she, like, quickly circles it around her and, like, dumps it all out in the air in this, like, circle above her and lights a torch that was on a pole behind her. And the fire goes up into the air and does this big, cool circular fire motion as the other seven items come down and she finishes the circle and she continues juggling and then she winks to you in the crowd as she continues juggling. She says, I think that deserves some applause! And then the crowd just... (laughs) (laughs) The crowd's just going wild right now. Dang it, Rusty. Now how are we going to grease you up? (laughs) I have another one. So you guys bought some time. The, I mean, the, she's not ending right now because the crowd is going too wild. I've got jerky. <laughs> if he solid plan. If he throws you, I can throw the jerky into your mouth. And that's less dangerous. Or you could just eat it. But less exciting. I could eat it. Yeah. Need more danger. Oh, more excitement. Uh, Keith, are you trying to like make her like fail on juggling, or are you just trying to prolong? Let's try to get a little extra time. Yeah, oh yeah, don't concern yourself with the, with the juggler. Okay. I don't think, unless there's something you want to do with the juggler. No, I'm just going to throw an arrow. <laughs> by throw, I mean... Why don't you can't. No, no <laughs> by, just by hand. Like, throw it at why? speed. Yeah, I think the time yeah, I think it's the fine. time has been bought. You should maybe help with the performance discussion. Yeah. All right, what we got, gentlemen? I think hitting a throwing target is the best idea. Okay. Okay. But on target... No, no. You hit the target that is also throwing whoa, whoa. something like that. Meek can catch. I mean, he can, if, if, Mick, if Mick, you don't have anything else that you're going to do that you don't want to show off anything else, you can be, you can catch Rusty as he flies. Mick, Unless you want you... him to land in the dirt. Yeah, I'm sorry, I need you. to be quiet. I just got to I like to be involved. Mick, can't you, you know like... what? Yeah, yeah, I can do that. No, I've got Mick, gloves. Mick. Are they thick? Hey, big guy's talking. Nick, can't you shift to something smaller? I guess instead, and use you instead, since you're quite oily and greasy, and be quite oh, no. hard. I, I'm also sticky, so it, it'd be—you're not gonna lose traction on me. I'll be fine. <laughs> uh, but I don't think no one really wants to hold you. That's you? not my problem. <laughs> yeah, I can't change size. I can't change size. Oh, really? Yeah. No. Oh. Yeah, I maintain the same size. I can change within that size range. Oh, okay. But, yeah. Like, I can look like a really emaciated person or, like, a really huge person. Oh. Well, I can't that, look like a gnome or something. Well, then maybe, I'm assuming your your weight stays the same when you sh- shape shift, right? Kind of. 
So maybe try to turn into like something like really big and maybe I can make make the illusion that I'm actually doing something that's really heavy then one of y'all can catch the thing. I don't think he or I could catch. That's a good idea though. A little bit of illusion. Right? Right? You just make yourself look really, really fat. <laughs> okay, now where, where are we going with this? <laughs> he throws you, that's what he said. Okay, okay. I think we, yeah, we might be able to do that. Yeah. And then it would look super impressive too. How heavy are you? Oh, uh, like 150? How strong are you? Plus two. <laughs> <laughs> you could, technically. How strong if you believe it, yeah. I believe I could carry you. I'm, I'm plus one, so. I'm a. So this says I am one, 115, good lord, plus 2d4. Alternatively, if we could find like a dunk tank with like clear walls on it. What? I'm pretty sure I could cobble together a quick fake lock. Four and four, so... I could do like a magician type thing. Eight times your size modifier. What is my size? My immediate... <laughs> yeah. oh, everyone else is thinking about how to do this other thing, so um, no, Kettle no, Steam comes up modifier. from the bottom and says... Four. Right. You have like... Four. So all his hands on four. Eight times eight. There's no cobbling time left. I have most of one put together already. Oh, Lord. All right. We might just have to make it where it doesn't open at all. <laughs> we'll have to figure out the not drowning part later. You can hold him up. Okay, I can do that. You can do that. So that's one thing we can do. That's two things we could potentially do. He gets really fat, you throw him, you catch him. That'll look superb. It'll make you both look super strong. What will you do? I'll throw a knife at him. Wait, what? <laughs> a knife! <laughs> no! What about the jerky? I got a mid midair fat man. Yeah, because he's mad. Throw, he's throw the fat. jerky in his mouth. That works. <laughs> uh, underneath the bleachers, you hear <laughs> the clap. You just wanted to use a target for a knife throw, didn't you? Well, knives are exciting. 